going live. I'm gonna go right. Yeah. Hey everybody, it's Sequel Centric where we take a look at follow-up in the media to see how it stacks up against its predecessors. I'm Sandra. And this is Neanderthal sitting next to me, and hopefully I've got him uh, under control this time. No, no banging on the desk, no clicking of the pens. My other half, Nathan. How's it going, Sandy? Hi, Nate. What are we going to be talking about today? Well, just want to first wish everybody a happy 4th of July, Independence Day. And there's very few movies we can talk about 4th of July, of course, one that came out 25 years ago, major blockbuster, Independence Day. But uh, as you know, this is sequel-centric, so we will be talking about the sequel, which is? Uh, Independence Day Resurgence. Yes. But before we talk about that, I just want to welcome any newcomers that have found our little uh, podcast video chat here. Welcome aboard. Um, hit the like button, share. Hit the little bell if you want to get the notifications when we drop another episode of tidbits or this and um, I believe there's some other places that people can find content Sandy yeah if you want to get bonus content you can head on over to the patreon page which there will be a link in the description below uh, this video and pretty much all I think all the videos there's there's a link to that patreon page where you can get bonus content you can get bloopers behind the scenes uh, all kinds of fun stuff so you know just for, you know, a couple shekels a month, you can uh, get all that. What's, uh, what's uh, on the on docket the the next? Well, okay, I, so let's kick it off. Um, you know, uh, 25, uh, besides, you know, uh, the United States selling, celebrating its birthday, you know, uh, uh, the first Independence movie came out uh, 25 years ago. And uh, the sequel, Resurgence, is celebrating its you know, fifth birthday. And um, I was doing some research, and um, the internet isn't a big fan of this movie for some reason. Um, no, they weren't. Well, you know, you know, once again, I think when Duff and I were talking about coming to America, sometimes when you leave a gap so big between the two, you know, sequels like yeah. Mary Poppins or uh, Men in Black and some other ones, you risk uh, people building this hype up, and then when it comes out, it just doesn't deliver. It, it's disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, in 2016, a lot of other blockbusters came out. I think uh, Suicide Squad, which Will Smith was in that one, uh, and he wasn't in this one. We'll discuss that later. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One, that came out. So a lot of other bigger things came out and I think it just underperformed uh, it made just under 390 million so but I think it cost like over 200 million to make like two closer to 250 or something so yeah. obviously you know uh, like most things if the sequel does good we're gonna do more sequels and you know um, what else yeah you know, the sequels have to do really well if they want, or well, yeah. the first movie has to do really well for them to, well, yeah. for, for even the sequel to be a Consider, concept. Yeah. Well, nowadays, yeah. And, but then I think they got a little, I don't want to say overzealous, but 
I think, well, maybe some of the actors got a little overzealous and wanted a little too much money. Will Smith <laughs> only wanted $25 million for parts two and three. Is that too much to ask for a superstar? And, yeah, well, you know, come on. I think the story might have been a little better. And we have Cindy joining us. She says, hey, guys. Hey. Welcome aboard. What up? Cindy is one of our longtime subscribers. I think she's on Patreon. Don't know. Who cares? She is. I think that's something we may do in the future is uh, do a shout out to new patrons. Yep. Yeah. But uh, circling back around to uh, Independence Day resurgence. resurgence uh, yes. I uh, watched this, you know, for the first time a couple days ago. I personally enjoyed it a lot. Um, I found out going watching this movie that I guess my bar of expectations on movies, just any movies in general, doesn't have to be a sequel or whatever, is kind of low. Because I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, you know, for what it was. Mm -hmm. And um, I think a lot of people forget that summer, summer blockbuster movies are just, you go there and you eat the popcorn and you just take it on. It, it doesn't have to have any deep meaning, in right. my personal opinion. And um, I thought... It was a great. I I enjoyed the movie. Um, yeah. I do like how they took the actual real time and they integrated it into the movie. You know, so yes. um, and a lot of the actors from the first movie uh, yeah. came back. Yeah, I did like how they they tied in the character some of most of the characters from the first movie. You know, being you. Know, mostly like cameo appearance appearances because yeah. the story really didn't revolve around them well yeah you kind of like this move kind of remind me of a little bit of like um the star wars sequels you're going from you know the original characters from the first id4 to the next gen because you know uh will smith's in movie son dylan was in there he's a fighter pilot uh bill pullman's daughter she was in it. Yeah. You got Liam Hensworth coming fresh off the Hunger Games. He's a new character. So you got like the next class or the next generation coming in. Yeah. So for me, it kind of felt like that when the Star Wars sequels came out, you had Ray, Penn, Phil, and these are the next people you're going to follow on the, on their next uh, adventure. So you know some of some of your favorite characters, you know, uh, took a dirt nap in the sequel, and other ones, you know, survived for obvious reasons. But. Um, I think they did a overall. They did a, a pretty well job writing a script. I, uh, there's just a few things that you know. I probably I would have liked better. One, I think the relationship uh, with towards the end of the first movie with with uh, Goldblum and uh, and Smith uh, would have been interesting to to explore more. You know. In the uh, yeah. you know in the future, um, I did like Jeff Goldblum's um, role or his, his title or whatever, because you know that they had us after yeah. after the big blow up. You know, obviously they realized, hey, there might be more of these aliens out there. That eventually, they're going to come back to Earth, so we gotta you know oh, yeah. we gotta get ready. And they had such this advanced technology that in the twenty years, because they they, they do mention, which I like, they did mention. 1996 when the movie came out so they did use that yeah. as a basis in the in the movie so and that they did the dates too you know, yeah yeah the, it was you know the, the fourth of july weekend yeah yeah um so and they used all the technology and that's another thing they they showed all the technology they put into the aircraft with giant flying jumbotrons and so yeah. we've used really used that alien technology in the movie you know we really used that alien technology to advance mankind forward plus you know Everybody's still under, you know. Oh, wait, one, wait, wait, wait! One. You gotta be PC about this. You can't say mankind. You gotta say humankind. Sorry, you're right. You're right. My bad. <laughs> um, but you know, they built a base on um, on the moon, a huge moon base. I think they had something on Mars and like one of the moons of Saturn. So yes, with satellites and stuff. So they did really reach out. So it was kind of interesting to see, you know, in the movie, like with this alien technology where humankind had advanced and, and gone. It's and, sort of like, yeah. it, it's almost like when the Wright brothers took flight in 19, 
Early 1900s. Yeah, yeah. And then man landed (laughs) on the moon in 1969. I should know this because my grandfather worked for NASA. He would be ashamed of me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he'd have his... He'd smack me. But yeah, but still, that just that time frame about it was about more or less sixty years from a man taking flight in the air to man landing on the moon. So, like the in this movie, you could see it was feasible. You know, it it was believable that you know within twenty years we we basically made like an F fourteen, nineteen, whatever, and it could like leave Earth's atmosphere and fly to the moon. You know, so all that stuff was believable. Um, what uh. What? I, what happened? I don't know. Your brain, your yeah. brain get it locked tripped up on a rock. It, it locked <laughs> up. It's like in the first one when we saw the aliens, and you're like, ah. Um, what are your feelings? I didn't ask. What are your feelings about resurgence? The resurgence. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of people, I had really high uh, hopes, hopes, expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I was really hyped up and excited for it because I was, you know, been waiting. Oh yeah. Waiting 20. for it because I enjoyed the first oh, one yeah, so the, much, yeah. which is a little odd for me because I really don't do alien movies. Yeah. Um, being that, you know, I got traumatized when I was a child. Well, what, Star Wars or what? Uh, no, actually, Star Wars is probably one of the except- is the exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first alien movie. Oh, well, yeah, that's not I really saw it. that when I was, like, seven years old, and I... Oh, that's not a... Per- that's a sci-fi <laughs> horror movie. That's like Jason Voorhees. I know, Like, you in know. Space, Nightmare on... Space so I was seriously traumatized yeah. when I was a child, and I didn't really, you know, if it was a monster movie, I was, you know, that's me, I'm out. Yeah. But this was, like, the first one, and, you know, maybe it's because of, of you know, what, you know, we had gotten together and mm-hmm. had been dating so long, and... and well, we started dating in about 92, and this came out in 96. 96, so. yeah, you know, and I was starting to get a feel for you know, some of your interests yeah. and which kind of intrigued me. Yeah. And, um, it got me to where I enjoyed like sci-fi movies. Yeah. You know, I started watching Star Trek with you and, yeah. you know, I was already a Star Wars fan, yeah. and, but when ID4 came out, I was, you know, really excited because of the special effects. Yeah. I, that's, uh... that's what really got me. And, you know, they were just over the top. So I wanted to see, you know, we saw the movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed the story. And so I wanted to see what they would do yeah. in the sequel. Oh, yeah. And so I went in going, okay, how are they going to do this? You know, I, you know, you know the aliens are coming back well, for the, some revenge. True, true. Well, the great thing about the first Independence movie, it's like the first Star Wars movie, episode four. It's a self-contained story. you got a beginning, middle, and an end. Yeah. But it's like... You know there can be something else, you know, yeah. like you know the empire strikes back. It's got to retaliate. You know they blew up right. the Death Star. You know in this case, and once that's again, what we, I thought. In this case, and and I did the first ID four when we blew up a giant ship. So and all their other ships. So you, you, it's like you know ET's coming to collect. <laughs> um, yeah, it's payback time. You oh know. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I was excited, you know, to see what they were gonna do, you know, for the these aliens yeah. to come back and get us, and. Uh, they they took a kind of a different turn than I thought they were gonna and and to me when I when I watched it the first time yeah. I was like you know they're trying to recreate the first movie because they're kind of t- following that timeline. Well, they, yeah, they what I noticed is they did borrow some certain threads from the movie yeah. first movie into the second movie. Yeah, and once again, you know, I, I think it was back in I think the early aughts like. Between 2005 to 2007, it was greenlit. They, they just kept trying to, I guess, find the right script. And I can understand that. Um, but um, once again, you yeah. leave that much of a gap. You're just you're risking um, it either going to be great, but most likely it's not going to be. You're, you're going to get poor <laughs> to lukewarm receptions, in my opinion. And like I said, I, I think I found out that my bar level entry of enjoying movies are, are so low. I guess I'm just so easy to please. Right. Uh, you and me both. <laughs> so, and like I said, I did some research on the internet. And there was lots of videos on YouTube about why this movie sucked and why it was a failure and this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And my opinion was to do this uh, video, I wanted to put a, 
a positive spin on the movie because I do think this is a great movie and um, in its own accord. Oh yeah, and you know I went back and watched the first movie, you know, uh, very early this morning, and it was just great. Without me. Well, you know. You know. <laughs> but anyways. Anyways. Um, but well, I would. I just wanted to do some extra notes and stuff, mm -hmm. extra homework. Mm -hmm. I'm an overachiever. Yeah. And okay. When it comes to nothing, but um, it was when they <laughs> when they first made contact and they're coming out of yeah. the that iconic scene in the first movie with the with the clouds and the kind of like fire smoke whatever and the oh, space yeah. comes oh. and it's just, just knowing what happens in the second movie and watching that it has in my opinion it had a much deeper impact because it's like oh, oh. they thought they thought this was the threat oh hell no you got a much bigger ship coming in with a giant alien queen coming your way yeah. So, yeah. Um, for me, you're it, gonna get it. So, yeah, I definitely, you know, uh, for me, it had uh, rewatching the first Independence Day yeah. after watching Resurgence. It had a um, a different feel, a different meaning. It's like when if you go when you go back, it's like watching Empire Strikes Back and knowing that Vader is Luke's father, and you go to watch Episode One, right? You know, and, you, and, you, and and Luke sees, not knowing that he's seen Darth Vader fight Obi-Wan Konami, it's like, hey, that's my dad fighting, you know, this old guy. My mentor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and duking it out. It just has different layers and different meanings when you when you start to just... When you, yeah, when you start when to you, get the bigger picture. You get the bigger picture. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let me ask you... <laughs> you got that right, Cindy. <laughs> German watchmaker. Extreme. Um, let me ask you this question. <laughs> Um, because you made a comment that you felt that the movie would have been, well, correct me, because, yeah. you know, I don't hear, as you said, I don't hear all the words. You don't did hear you say all the, the words. Did you say Resurgence would have been a better movie with Will Smith, or? I don't know that it would have been. Maybe, more I don't su want, or more successful. Well, I don't know. It might have been more successful. Uh, I don't know that it would have been, I want to say that it would have been a better movie, but it. I think it might have had a better story. Not that you know, I mean it had a good story, but I think it might they might have went a different direction if you know he hadn't refused, you know his people didn't refuse the you know taking lower pay or and uh, well, I don't know fifty I mean, yeah because they they wanted they, they greenlit the second movie and there was a third movie and Will what I did some research Will Smith wanted fifty million dollars. In total for both movies, so that's twenty five yeah. million apiece, and he had huge star power in the nineties yeah. between Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, ID Four. I think the next movie after this was Men in Black. So he he was oh, climbing, yeah. but, he shot but, to the moon. but then he started to decline. I think in the in in in, in the early aughts, in the early two thousands and stuff. And it, with any with any, I mean, look at John Travolta. He was great. Look at you using fancy words. <laughs> John DeVolta even had his highs and lows, you know, and he kind of came back around with Look Who's Talking, that trilogy of movies, and then um, well, Pulp Fiction, which really put him back on the map. So yeah. stars have highs and lows, you know, and oh, yeah. I think it would have been great. It would have been really amazing to see Will Smith in the second movie. But they did have a great storyline about writing him out because he was you know, doing a prototype test uh Test plane and it, you know, it blew up or something. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but, but I do like the fact that his uh, son Dylan was in it. You know, and they yeah. did show a couple spots in the movie a picture of Will Smith as Captain Hiller, Stephen Hiller. Yeah. So that was it. great. And um, once again, like I said, they you're, you're getting the children that were involved in the first movie in this. You know, and one of the things that was in the resurgence that I noticed that was in 94 is that you got three people that knew each other and two, mainly the two guys had a, had a problem. Falling out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause mm -hmm. you know, you had Dylan, uh, and then, uh, I forgot what's the president star's name, her, she's a pilot. And then Liam, uh, Liam Hemsworth's character, uh, Dave, no, Jake, Jake, Jake. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, uh, they were all to the Air Force Academy, and then Jake did some sort of, like, top gun maneuver or something and almost killed Dylan, so then there was a falling out. So that, you had that kind of similar thread going on. Once again, you watch this movie, there's some similar threads that they, they used from the first movie, which I'm okay with. Um, 
But it's basically like, you know, a revenge movie. Yeah, your mom asked, or yeah, she asked, uh, why is it always the queen, like the queen bee of the hive? And that's an interesting point because they, they these aliens do have a hive mind. Yeah, yeah. They like they. I think they, in my opinion, Oscar opinion, a second, my opinion, they do. I think loosely touch upon that. Uh, was it very evident for you the first time we saw ID four that they were a hive mind? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, they do say they 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 communicate telepathically, they and they did have everything yeah. organized and synced from the mothership, and everything came down. But yeah. they really, I think they really in this movie they came together and they explained it more that like yeah it's so like bees or ants like a colony in a in a hive yeah you know and um uh yeah so they did elaborate more on that right you know and the fact that when you saw the first movie when the you saw how the ship that the, the small little disc they said it was 15 miles in diameter so it was you know when it was over L.A., New York, Washington, D.C. And that 50 miles across, that's huge. Yep. The big, as they called it, harvest ship that came... That oh, the came, harvester ship. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. It's it, 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 The special effects, I'll say this, is one of my pros yeah. on this movie. The special effects are totally... They upgrade. They ramp yeah. it up to the next level. Yeah, in that my was opinion. one of the, I guess, funny... Well, funny for me is one of the lines in there was when the, the ship was... Hovering or coming in over, part, I forget what part of the of the world he said. And Singapore he's like, or Thailand or something, something like. He's yeah. like, you know, which part? And the guy was like, all of it. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, dang. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, let's talk about uh, Vivica Fox's character because she was the uh, exotic dancer in, in the first one, and it was it was kind of a shock to me. Uh, watching this one, she was in it not too long. She was one of the cast members that, you know, uh, bit the bullet. But she went from exotic dancer to doctor? Medical, yeah. So Medical um, field. Yeah, which which I'm like, hmm, that, that like, confused me. I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm. But when I went back and watched uh, ID4 this morning... And when she was, uh, you know, uh, after the big blast and, and her and Dylan were uh, just trying to, when they find the truck and she was going around and she was helping other people, there was some, they give they gave little tidbits, little glimpses that she had some sort of medical knowledge, even if it's some sort of basic first aid or maybe a little bit above first aid. So it did give you kind of glimpse. So maybe after the first attack, she decides she really wanted to help people. So, you know, you know, and being... Um, Married to, you know, yeah. Captain Hillard, they probably, you know, she probably got into a pretty good medical school and, and, oh, and went sure, in yeah. that direction. Yeah. So, um, what about, uh, who else is, uh, Brent Spiner's back? Brent Spiner's back, yeah. He, Bad wig? Which, you know, little, <laughs> you know, it, that one surprised me a little because they lead you to believe that he died in the first Oh, yeah, movie. I thought, I thought he did. I think most of us thought, uh, yeah, Com- that, Command, you know, Commander Data. Yeah. Or uh, what's this? A veil. I mean, yeah. The first year, he, when they went to check him and like they checked his pulse yeah. and everything, you know, he looked pretty dead to me. <laughs> they did. There was a, there's a deleted scene. If you got uh, the, like we do, we have the ID four special edition. They got some deleted scenes. They did um, confirm his death, but they when they were cutting the film, they decided to leave it out and just leave it open, and let everybody come to their own conclusions. And yeah. so it was it was kind of interesting. It was it was it was one of the surprises in this movie for me oh yeah so spoiler <laughs> again <laughs> so um but um uh well, who else is uh judd hirsch judd hirsch yeah uh, from taxi and dear john and a lot of tv shows and stuff i really liked his character i love his character in yeah. the first movie and with his connection with uh david david yeah. jeff goldblum's character yeah. yeah so but before I give you my opinion about his character, what is your opinion about his character in this movie? He's kind of like comedy, comic relief for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's always got the smart aleck comments, you know, $20,000 hammer. You oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 30, yeah, $30,000 for a toilet seat lid. How do you get funding for, for Area oh, 51? For Area yeah, 51, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy seeing him come back. I did enjoy... Um, the, what they started off with his character, I just thought it was going to be a little bit more there. I, I, if you cut out his whole 
character, character in, or any of his scenes, it does not affect the movie in any way, shape, well, or no, form. Well, no, he's just kind of a supporting character in my eyes. Um, I mean, he did, you know, uh, he almost reminded me a little bit of Randy Quaid's character in the first movie because he was driving the school bus around, ta- uh, you know, scooping up some kids and stuff like that, you know, and, you know, and um, once again in this movie, you know, him and David had kind of a falling out or they just don't really talk that much, I should say. that They indicate they, they only see each other like twice a year or so. And uh, so I think he was looking for meaning, you know. Yeah. So when, uh, uh, so after the big, super, super big alien ship comes down. Big mama. Yeah, uh, you know, his, <laughs> he was, you know, he, he so, I mean, but once again, his storyline, because once again, this movie, like the first movie, has got about three or four or five storylines going on all at the same time. And yeah. you could cut... You could cut his storyline out, and it wouldn't affect the outcome of the movie. Yeah. Uh, going back to Brent Spiner just for a second. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, and I don't know if you'd say this is spoiler or not, but because they, him and Bill Pullman's character yeah. had been touched yeah. by the aliens, yeah. you know, choked out by the aliens. Well, Spine was choked out, but he, that alien was using Brent Spiner's Dr. Okar. Right. Oaken. Oaken. Like yeah, an oaken exactly. Shield from he was Lord using him. He yeah. was using him to communicate yeah, to the humans, and he was, did the same thing with Bill Pullman's character in the that. second one. Yeah, yeah. They used the humans to communicate, and which I liked. That was another a nice surprise in that. I wasn't done yet. Sorry, <laughs> you're jumping the gun, man. Well, put your hand over my mouth. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start putting my fist out. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have my rings on today. My fingers are swelling. Go ahead. Anyways, uh, now I lost my thought. Uh, oh, um, that with you know, because they both had been used as communication devices. Yeah. <laughs> for the humans. Yeah. They now were part of that hive mind. Yeah, they had that little like psychic connection. So with they them. knew. Yeah, they had that. They knew what was you know, whenever the aliens were making a move, you know, they'd get you know the those headaches or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, so they, you know, they knew what was going to happen, and you know, a lot of people thought that Bill Pullman's character was just going cuckoo. And oh yeah, well, he had a big old beard down to here, and he was looking all like Grizzly Adams. He and had a Jesus beard. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and yeah, a lot of white and gray, and it, it did look like that. Plus, you know, he had a whole bunch of circles drawn with a with well, kind yeah, of a you line know, he's through dry, it because that's what he's seeing, you know, yeah. in the hive mind. But yeah. Um, that was one of the another tie-in from the first movie was that you know they both had that ability. Um, so, um, any other characters that we need to? Um, fill in? Not really. Well, Liam Hensworth's character kind of reminded me a little bit yeah. of uh, Tom Cruise's character Maverick, kind of a hotshot pilot. You know, thinks he's the best, wants to do the maneuvers and stuff, and you know, kind of oh, yeah. jeopardizes. He's the Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, but I did like his character. Um, I thought it was hilarious because you know he was stationed on. He had I forgot he had a. There was another actor that was this. I would classify as sidekick, but they're in the cafeteria on the moon boot of moon base, and what's the what's the thing he goes to crab from the, from the whatever. Oh, the moon milk. Yeah, the moon milk. <laughs> that I was, was like it. what? Yeah. <laughs> There's cows on the moon. Where are you getting moon milk from? Well, it's like that nursery rhyme. The cow jumps over the moon. I or guess is it, it just a brand? Maybe it's a brand. Like almond milk or yeah. you know, what, yeah. whatever. Silk. Yeah, you know, that's it. Yeah, silk. Type but of yeah, that. I thought that was a, 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 an interesting little funny thing. Um, We're not sponsored by them, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, a, a different interesting twist up in the movie was there was a second alien species that was trying to make first contact. Yes. And then what happens? Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, well, like this giant like portal yeah, opens up. Yeah, we go up. on the offensive. Yeah. They had they, they. We don't know what it is. Let's shoot it. And jo- yeah. Once again, jo- <laughs> Jeff Goldblum being the the reason. It's like, how do we know? How do he's, we know? Uh, yeah, he's trying to be the voice of reason. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else is, you know. Gung-ho. Yeah. Guns so, blazing. Yeah. <laughs> And once again, Jeff Goldblum's character was right. Well, you know, 
you know, he just, he has those, he gets those parts where, you know, he's the character that's going to figure it out. Trying to tell him, no, you shouldn't be doing this. And it takes till the end of the movie and they're like, oh, he was right. And same thing with the ID4 movies. Yeah. He's trying to be the voice of reason. He's trying to say, you know, hey, we should think about this before we act. Well, he... I see him as in between sort of like uh, the scienti- the Brit Smiter scientist and then the Will Smith character or, you know, he's like, he's like, he's, he kind of bridges the gap between uh, the doers and the thinkers. What? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. So, um, and just even same thing uh, within the, the Jurassic Park. I think Jeff Goldblum kind of almost, I might have to go back and watch some of his old movies other movies but he almost seems to play the same character or maybe he's just playing himself maybe who knows don't know um you got what any? else uh yeah what else we got nothing i was just gonna ask you if you got some some likes or some dislikes about the movie uh about this one yeah, yeah. um special effects obviously yeah, yeah. They're, they're they are the same if not better then the last one, yeah, um, maybe a step up. You know, it, it it has been twenty years since the last one, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the special effects. Yeah, this is like post um, uh, George Lucas. You know, right? No, no, wait. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, post Lucas with all the green screen and stuff like that. So you know, see the last Star Wars movie came out in two thousand and three, oh and. This came out in 20... We've intrigued somebody to see the movie. Oh. Cindy wants to see it now because of all our spoilers. Well, we lucky. We fact, we actually found this We found this movie in the bargain bin at the Big Lots for five bucks on, on Blu-ray, so... On Blu-ray But I'm, I'm sure you can find it on streaming or somewhere else. Yeah. But, Worst uh, case scenario, you know, we are going to visit. Yes. Yes, we could... We could bring we, it. We could bring it out. Bring it out with us when we, we come have and movie see you in night. September. We have movie night. Get popcorn and everything. So, um... Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said earlier, I like how the twenty-year gap in real time, our time, they actually put it in there, and like how they progressed, and, and all the characters look aged. Bill Pullman looks haggard. Yeah, uh, even Jeff Goldblum's character had you know salt and pepper in his hair. You know, mm-hmm. you can see these characters have been, um, yeah, you know, aged. Plus all the new characters, because you know Dylan and. Can't remember the dot president's daughter's name. Uh, you know they're adults now because they were kids, like what three, four, five, maybe. So this is twenty years later. So um, um, got any dislikes? Um, some parts I think could have been left out, and this goes back to them trying to, I guess, recreate the same storyline. Yeah. Um, you like the three kids. That are driving through, wherever they're driving through, the desert. Yeah. You know they weren't. Again, you know you can cut them out and it won't change the movie at all. Talking about the first one or this one? The second one. Oh yeah, the kids driving the station wagon. In the station wagon. When they found um, uh, the three kids from the first one, kind you know they because their dad becomes one of the pilots. Yeah, yeah. You know that's you know but these three kids are just. There. All of a sudden, yeah. you know, there's three kids driving yeah. somewhere because, you know, they're trying to get to their mom. Yeah, I agree. That's my, yeah, that, that's under my, one of my dislikes. I would say that story thread is probably the weakest out of all of them, and you could cut that out completely, and it wouldn't affect the movie either way. Yeah. Now, the only part of the movie that would affect is when uh, Jeff Goldblum, spoiler alert, I'm straight up spoiler alert towards the end, uh, the mm-hmm. kids... Jeff Goldblum, uh, Judd Hirsch's character and Jeff Goldblum's character, they're all on the school bus and they're trying to drive away, trying to as the as the queen chases them down. And for me, I was remembering um, uh, Jurassic Park one when the T Rex was chasing and they're in the jeep or whatever, and then Jeff Goldblum's faster, faster, you must go faster, oh, you yeah. must go faster, which <laughs> which is the exact same line yeah. he, he used uh, in the first ID four movie when him and Will Smith were trying to get out of the mothership uh, or the command ship or whatever yeah. that was in space yeah. before the nuclear went off. When I, I'm like, wait a minute. Did we, is he just... Did, 
Did they just recycle something Jeff Goldblum said in another movie a couple of years earlier? But it worked. It worked. Um, yeah, any other dislikes? Um, no, I mean, the first the, when I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. And then when I watched it again with you, yeah. I was like, well, you know, it's, it's, if I don't compare it and rip it apart like a lot of people yeah. do with movies you know if i just enjoy it on an entertainment level i it you know i don't have that much to complain about it's junk food i would say this don't right it's sort of like when you go to mcdonald's and you order the big mac combo don't expect tri-tip you know with baby carrots uh, you know it's it's a big mac it it fills you up it, it, it it's oh. not amazing but it, it it's good right. and I, you know so that's my mm. opinion. Um, like I said, there's just little... I know I want a Big Mac. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. That's what I'm here <laughs> for. Yeah. Um, mm. One of my dislikes was uh, Brent Spiner's character. I mean, his hair looked more natural in the first movie. This one, it was like, it looked like it just... It was such a shade of white that just didn't look natural. Almost yeah. like... Um, the actor that dyed his hair in um, uh, Christmas Story too. You could just tell straight up. It's like that's that's not na- that's not a natural uh, hair color. Ha- hair color. Yeah. So and it just you know, for some reason I thought his hair was shorter in the first movie until I rewatched it this morning yeah. and I'm like oh guess it's still the same length. But um, he seemed a little bit more kookier in this movie. Uh, Brit's by uh, Dr. Oakenshield. Oakenshield. Well, you know, he had been in a coma for 20 years. True. True. Which was funny. He might be a little out of it. But but he woke up. What was the first thing he said? Woke up. Did we win? Did did we win? Because for him, it was just he. For him, he just woke up. It was like yeah. It was like he had just had a nap. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was I thought was uh, a little funny. Right. Um, got any other dislikes? Uh, no, not really. I don't think so. I mean. Aside from what I've already said. Yeah. Um, it's not as horrible as ever the, a lot of the critics make it out to be. And, you know, nowadays, everybody's a critic. Yeah, well, so. I mean, aren't, we're, we're critiquing the movie, too. But I I feel that, you know, if, if nine people out of ten are saying this movie is trash, don't waste your, your time, I, I want to be the one person that says, hey, Give it a shot. I think right. it's good, especially if you if you want to do a double feature over Fourth of July weekend or any or during the summer. Um, definitely, it, um, watching the first and the second. You know, with you don't have to watch it back to back, but within a couple of days, I do think it adds value. And they did; they were setting it up, which I should have put in my likes part. I like the fact they were setting up for the third movie with this other alien who had some technology that could beat, you know, the bad aliens, you know, uh, even though their race was um, almost obliterated. And but um, this was the good aliens. I don't know what to call them. They were picking up refugees from other planets, taking them to this like secret planet location Secret location and yeah. given the technology to how to um, defeat the def- yeah, defeat the. Uh, the hive mine or the locust, the, yeah, the locust alien. So, um, <laughs> so they were setting that up. I, I did like that, you know, and it kind of bums me out a, a little bit that we won't see a third movie. I mean, unless for some reason, uh, yeah. Disney, because now since Disney's bought and has all the Fox properties, and this is a 20th century Fox property, unless Disney for some strange reason decides to either. Hey, do a yeah. movie, or they could do what, what they've been doing with uh, uh, Star Wars and the, the MCU, and they could do like a season, a series, a series, you know, yeah. like the Loki, like Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, exactly. They, yeah. Could, they could go that route. I don't know with that new technology biodome that they use to film stuff that could be less expensive, and they could expand upon it if they wanted to. Yeah, but I really don't think they're gonna to. There's got to be a yeah. They would have to get a lot of of um, I want to say want from the public for it. Well, yeah, that was the thing. I did the the third one was only going to be greenlit depending on the reception, how much money. Like that's right. just the way in Hollywood. Is. This movie will 
depend depends on how much money it makes. Yep. It will generate a sequel. And like another movie that's coming out next year. Is it? Yeah, next year. Avatar two. The gap is so huge, and I figured another for sure one. James Cameron yeah. would have jumped on that. But James yeah. Cameron can do what I mean. He's got the two top grossing movies of all time: Titanic and Avatar. So yeah, but there won't be a sequel to that. You know. <laughs> So, but you know, that's another Fox property that Disney owns. So, yeah. Um, so. Mm. Any uh, got any final thoughts or anything about Resurgence? Um, I'm still kind of mulling it over whether you know, what I how I really feel. I mean, I, on an entertainment level, I enjoyed the movie. It's dumb fun. Yeah, I think so. It's 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 your typical summer blockbuster movie. Uh, aliens, spaceships, blow up, explosions. Go ahead, sorry. If you don't stop cutting me off. <laughs> you people wonder why I put up with you. Like I said in another video, I clean toilets. I think well, that's the only, you I, I, know. I think that's my only you saving. Know. That and I do my own laundry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's your choice. I you know, But anyways. Oh, you'll do my laundry? Excellent. You won't let me... You told me not to. Well, <laughs> what are you, sorry. So, yeah, you know. Your final thoughts, again, sorry. My final thoughts. You know, I enjoyed it on an entertainment level. It, um, it has its good, it, I mean, like any movie, it has its good merits. Yeah. And it's bad. You know, yeah, were there, were there, you know, flaws in the story? Yeah. But overall i think it had a good story yeah you know aliens are coming back to get us oh, yeah. <laughs> we knew they would <laughs> didn't think it'd take them 20 years to get here but you know <laughs> um and, and you know they decided to do it in the same weekend it again yeah i would say that's probably my <laughs> i would classify that as under my dislikes it's like really it just happened to happen yeah it's like they you know did they plan that yeah <laughs> You because know, it worked out so great for them the first time. Uh, but, you, you know, story flaws, yeah, there's one. But there's, in every movie, there's story flaws. So, or, you know, what is that they call the, where the, the story doesn't, I can't think, there's a term for it, and I can't think plot of it. Plot holes? What? Thank you, plot holes. <laughs> I couldn't think of the term. Yeah, yeah there is. <sighs> you know, could, you know, were there characters that could have been left out? Yeah. And... Uh, you know, but overall, I, I did. I enjoyed it. It was an, a sci-fi movie, and, and again, it's science fiction. <laughs> it's not real. It's True. just a movie. So you know, for people to trash it as you know, first you know, it's the, and this is just my opinion and in my my final thoughts. It's the movie is this is the director Roland Emmerich. No, something like that. I'm going to be the one that flubs all the director's names because, you know, was I right? No, it's the one thing I didn't write down in my in my notes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I wrote everything else, like the length of time. He's got like ratings, six pages. The month it came out. Yeah, I got, and he forgets <laughs> that. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, nerd. Emmerich. Uh, roll, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, it, this this movie and the first one, yeah. this was his vision yeah. of what he wanted. Yeah. And I. Well, I'm sure the writers for, had something to do with it. You know, and the writers, mm -hmm. you know, but overall, you know, this was his idea. Yeah. His, and this is a piece of art, basically. And this is where my, I guess, art art background comes in. Yeah. Where, you know, this is, this, this movie is me portraying my vision. Yeah. And it's no different than going to an art gallery and looking at someone's piece of art. Mm -hmm. And you, you're gonna like it. You're gonna you're gonna love it, or you're gonna hate it. Oh well, yeah, I mean you can't. Same thing. You can't judge like a Jackson Pollock painting versus the Mona Lisa. It's like right. judging this movie versus Citizen Kane. Right. You know they're two different piece, so, pieces of art. You know people that come along. Oh, this movie's crap. You know he should have done this or he should have done that. They're not the ones making the movie. It's not their movie. That's Roland's movie. True. It's his this was his vision, his viewpoint, and I think people need to respect that. 
Well, well, that hey, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's everybody's opinion, and it doesn't mean jack. Oh yeah, I mean, and and, and I'm not saying that people aren't entitled to their yeah. opinion because they are, and you know, that took me a long time to real to grasp that concept for myself. Yeah. Not that you know, for that it was okay for me to have an opinion. Yeah. And to voice it. Yeah. And but there's a right way and there's a wrong way, and that's a completely different. Gotcha. episode uh, my <laughs> topic my my final thoughts basically overall i enjoyed the movie it's it's a dumb fun movie it's a sci-fi movie it's a well it, you can watch it anytime um is it as good as the first one no no but for but for me it does sequel yes um very much so uh little heartbroken that they're not going to do the third one cuz after oh, after watching this one I'm 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 kind of intrigued like what would be the next yeah I mean, step that the aliens are going to do but well, and they kind of touched on it at the very end you know that they were going to take the fight to them yeah yeah so that yeah they I, yeah I did I, I watched a video somewhere online they were talking about it and I didn't write down any notes but yeah they were going to take the fight to them which would have been an interesting concept which would have left uh you know the the uh, Liam ne- uh Liam yeah Liam Hens not Liam Neeson not Neeson no <laughs> Liam Hensworth uh, character uh not Star Wars uh what uh, uh Usher Usher's character Jesse Usher who played Dylan and Micah yeah. Monroe who played Pullman's daughter um I figured you know they're all pilots so they probably would have you know done some sort of interstellar jump interstellar yeah there's a Nolan there's a Nolan reference um so yeah, it sequels for me. I didn't. Does, does, does yes. this movie so sequel for you? It it does. Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, it, it's not as big of a blockbuster as the first one, which but, everybody had hoped. But which it, was yeah, yeah, everybody was hoping for. But I mean, yeah, it does. It does. I think it does sequel. Okay, so on the sequel centric uh, rating of oh, our rating of, system of buy it, watch it, ditch it, or burn it. Where where would you rank this? I would give it at least a watch it. I agree. I would give it at least a watch it too. If you, I would say if you really, really love the first movie, I would, you know, yeah. if you could if find it, for, if you could find it for one. five bucks on digital download or something. I think you can it. rent it for like three bucks on Amazon. There you go, three bucks. I think I could be wrong. But yeah, I'm with you. It's definitely a watch it. Yeah. Well, before we head on out and uh, everybody can enjoy their 4th of July weekend, be very safe. Uh, yes, be any... safe and be smart. Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, yeah, don't launch bottle rockets out of your backyard. Yeah, you know, they look fun, but, you know. Let the professionals do it. Better to be safe than sorry. You don't want to blow a finger you off. Know, you don't want to blow a finger off. <laughs> you don't want to end up in the hospital. <laughs> um, or dead. <laughs> exactly. Um. Uh, did you want to tell anybody about what's going on with uh, candles or your crafting channel? Oh, I get to talk about candles. Of course, you, you, hey, you, you, you were, you were live streaming yesterday. And you were, you were, you were promoting this. Yes, I was. I was. So, uh, so it's only fair for live you know. streaming yesterday on my Beating Heart channel. Um, doing some projects, to, getting overwhelmed, helping people out. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, I was I was promoting your show over there and our show. Oh, is it ours? Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, it's more to me. It's more yours than mine. Well, I mean, once I'm gonna again, get you on my until, show until Duff comes back. You're the you're the co-host. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you on my show. I'm gonna make you have make, let you make the jewelry and all kind of. <laughs> that would be fun. If, if you want to see a hot disaster like <laughs> like how mess. the like how the White House blew up. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm not. The first movie, the White House got blown up. Something happened, sorta, to the White House in the second movie. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but I thought it oh, was. That's that's where you draw the line in the spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh, I mean, something I... happened to the moon base. There we go. Two spoil. Two things that I, I teased but didn't say anything about. I spoiled all the other stuff. Uh, Just like a Blake. This is what I have to deal with. Sorry. Crafting and candles. This is... Welcome to my world, people. 
Um, yeah, I mean, the crafting channel I've been doing, I doing a little bit. It's still, you know, because we're in summer and uh, it gets really hot in this room, especially with all the lights on and, and you know, computer equipment and everything. It gets warm in here, so I, I've, I've done a little bit and I, you know, been working on some jewelry pieces. I am going to be having a sale soon. Um, I want to get some more pieces finished and uh, so then I'll, I'll be doing jewelry sale and I'll be doing um, uh, I guess kind of like a de-stash type of sale. So I will keep every, you know, Nathan and posted so he can you know, if he wants, share that information of when, you know, because that'll most likely be done during a live stream as well. You're going to drop the link down, have the link down below later. Oh, yeah, I Lynch. can add the link to my channel over there and um, in the description. And then with the candles, those are everyone, those have been doing really, really good. They have a few, well, two new scents coming out. And one that they're doing a special label on uh, that they just announced. Um, the one of the the new fragrance for the month of July is cinnamon. Oh, crumb! Cinnamon vanilla. And, cinnamon crumb vanilla. Uh, no, no crumbs. Oh, <laughs> no crumbs. <laughs> uh, I was trying to keep it uh, PG because you know <laughs> it, it's not cranky crafters. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. So uh, it's cinnamon vanilla, and uh, the other one, which is going to be a limited edition and can only be purchased through me, uh, is called strawberry citrus, and it's they're both uh, in a sixteen ounce jar, and but the strawberry citrus one is going to have a special bamboo. Uh, engraved lid and so that's going to be that you'll be able to you can pre-order now and uh, I'll be I will have them in stock probably um, towards the end of this month uh, the, they get released to distributors on this um, I think they told us the 16th of July and so that's when I can order them. So, you know, if you're interested, again, I'll put a link to that uh, channel and, or not channel. Uh, Website? <laughs> um, yeah. In, in, the, in the description. Or actually, I'll put a link to my Facebook group because you have to order it through me. You, it will not be on my website. So, um, and I can post, you know, picture. I can have, you know, a person that does the... Uh, Facebook stuff. Uh, I can have him post pictures and descriptions and all that on the sequel centric fan page on Facebook. So, um, but yeah, that's it's it's going strong. Okay, well, good. with that, we're gonna cut everybody loose. Everybody have a great Fourth of July. And at the end of the day, you gotta ask yourself this one question, and that is, Sandy, does it sequel? That's correct. Does it sequel? Does it sequel? <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. Be 